Hello, podcast listeners. We know podcasts are a great way to catch up on a program that you may have missed on KSJE, and it's provided as a free service of this radio station. But you know, KSJE is now listener-supported, and so while you enjoy this podcast, we hope that you'll also take some time to join KSJE. Become a member today. It's quite easy to do. Just go to our website at ksje.com support and pick the level of support that best matches your budget. Thanks again for listening. Here's your podcast. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Roving with the Arts here on KSJE in Farmington, New Mexico, the cultural beacon for the Four Corners. My name is Mick Hess, and today we're going to be talking with poet Emily Pope about recent writings that she's done, and it's going to be accompanied with some music that uh, she has chosen as well. Piano is her favorite instrument, so we're going to start the program today with music by Satie, Eric Satie. This is Ginopedia number one. We just heard music, piano music by Satie, Gymnopedia number one. And I'd like to welcome Emily Pope to the studio right now. Uh, thank you for coming in. It's great to see you. Great to have you up, have a chance to 
do this interview with you. I know you live in Albuquerque right now, and I want to talk a little bit about the background to your uh, interest in poetry. And the main, the first question is, do you remember when you started writing poetry? And was there a special event or turn of events in your life that got you going? Well, I've always been interested in poetry, not to an extreme degree. Um, I've written a little bit in the past. Um, in fact, one of my older pieces is going to be in the program today. Um, but most of it is more recent. And the recent event that kind of got me to being interested in poetry was that I started uh, journaling. Um, about five or six months into my gender transition and uh, just kind of as a way to organize my thoughts and uh, kind of process what was going on and I found oftentimes that at the end of, a, of an entry I would have more that I wanted to express but I either didn't feel up to doing it with, with prose or I didn't feel that prose was going to be sufficient to really talk about what I wanted to express. So I just kind of, you know, started writing a, a short little poem at the end of at the end of journal entries. And that's how my current kind of streak of poetry has been going recently. Well that answers the other question I had which was what drew you to poetry versus prose, where you sort of, you sort of answered that. Do you think you're going to keep going in that direction, or are you open to whatever, whatever comes? Well, I have written prose in the past, and I have enjoyed it, and I do, I do enjoy it, and I'd like to write more. Um, but I find oftentimes with, with my prose that it comes off a little stiffly, um, and that I am a little bit more able to... Um, speak more personally through poetry in, a, in an odd way. Um, and yes, absolutely, I, I, I do think that I would like to keep doing this. I, um, I do enjoy it. It's, um, quite, it's quite expressive for me, and in, in, in a way that is often very difficult for me to express otherwise. Does it feel good to get it out? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's cathartic, is that the right word? Cathartic, yeah. Cathartic. That's what I would call it. <laughs> Um, have you shared your poetry and especially the ones that we're going to listen to today with other people before this? Yeah, I've shared most of these poems, if not all of these poems, I can't remember, um, with at least one other person, um, at some point, generally a, a you know, a group of people, um, because I feel that they are kind of a representative of, of who I am and my my mental state and kind of just where I am as a person um, in these past couple of months, basically. Let's begin with Emily's first poem for, day, for today, A Gust of Autumn. A gust of autumn cuts the air, familiar, tender, windy kiss. September breezes brush my hair, product of my year of bliss. First hint of winter's loving chill, the yearly end will soon arrive, the first year which, with all my will, I truly wished to be alive. The lonely road invites me in, familiar path trod once again. Is seeking comfort such a sin? The highway doesn't answer. Another route lies to the side, a friendly soul takes it in stride. How long before our paths divide? The highway doesn't answer. We walk a while and share the sights, atop the cliffs of soaring heights. Does this soul share my delights? The highway doesn't answer. Alas, our paths do finally part. We knew they would back at the start. How long will this ache touch my heart? The highway doesn't answer. returns to the rivers and now the rivers are as one and the current that flows to the ocean knows it's just waiting for the storm that's yet to come oh waters like blood of rain going and returning to the heart Father 
sisters and brothers Creatures of the currents What you There isn't a word for this. The thing I am trying so hard to convey. Its pretenders named truth, understanding, epiphany. Pale shades of its totality. It is me, yet I am not it. I grasp a new part of it with every passing second, yet it will elude me forever. I want to bottle up a mood, to distill the vibe. I want to label it and mark its vintage and put it in a quiet cellar. I want it to age, to ripen. I want to uncork it at a party, to share its aromas. To put it in its original context at the time of its pressing. I want to pair it with roasted music and sautéed weather. I want it to be sampled by snobs like me, because it needs to be tasted and one shouldn't drink alone. Everyone's going to hear during this program, of course, that there's music associated with the poetry that you've written. And um, I'm curious how music affects, if it does, affect your, your poetry and how it affects your life. And how did you choose some of the music selections that we'll hear? Well, I mean, absolutely. Music is incredibly important to my life and it always has been. It's... Um... In my opinion, it's one of, if not the, like, most pure forms of human expression. Um, and I try, to, I try to involve it in my life as much as possible. Uh, the reason that I chose the pieces that are going into this is because um, every single one of them was something that I was listening to at some point while writing at least one of these poems. Um, and I really feel that music is a great way of kind of getting the, the creative juices flowing um, with regards to my poetry. It really kind of, uh, it synthesizes with my thoughts and feelings in a way that is conducive to writing poetry. That's what I would say. Have you ever written music? No, I've never written music. I've, I think I tried when I was a kid, <laughs> um, but it just, you know, it never really did anything for me. I was never really all that good at it. Um, I've had some people comment that a couple of my poems here, here and there feel kind of lyrical and could go well with music, but I I don't know. I'm kind of focused on the, the, the pure poetry right now. <laughs> you know, writing music is not easy. <laughs> no, it is not. It's truly another language, you know, and um, plus you have to know a lot of the uh, skills of notating music and, and putting... But you're a pianist as well, is that correct? Uh, yeah, off and on over these years, and, and a vocalist. Uh -huh. And I think maybe the next step, the next uh, uh, permutation of this will be to write songs. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Butterfly cycles may be overplayed to wax poetic on transformation, but I am not a very skilled poet. Please excuse my lack of innovation. Hints of winter spur me to my cocoon, 
substituting silk with cable-knit strings, bundled away through Demeter's sorrow, hoping that soon I'll unfurl my new wings. How does one come back from the brink? One must first see the edge, to look upon that event horizon, that dark and endless ledge. Perhaps you stumble towards it, or willingly approach. Perhaps the very ground itself shoves you closer with reproach. You stare into that blank abyss, and nothing's staring back. The final fall approaching, tethers hind you growing slack. You stop. You take a look around. You see behind you staggered cliffs, many too steep to climb, but not all. The howling void stands at your back, and forevermore it will. So why not stay a while yet and climb another hill? When daylight's spent and crickets rain, how best to douse the fire? With day's work done, not more to gain, what good's the raging pyre? Some water clear and gentle breath, and flames grow ever dimmer. But stall the embers' final death, we still have more to simmer. Upon a winding journey far, I saw the dazzle of a star gleam light the hue of cinnabar across the rolling hills. With color drawing ever near, I heard a whisper in my ear. You have a while yet, my dear, before the music stills. Emily, uh, do you read poetry by other poets or writers? And if yes, can you name a few of them that have affected you and influenced your writing? Uh, yes, absolutely. I, I do love reading poetry, um, listening to it be read by others. Um, oftentimes that's e sometimes even better than reading it yourself, um, having someone else express it to you in their own tone and voice and all of these things. Um, I must admit, I'm not. I don't have the largest uh, inner library of, of other poetry, but I'm a big fan of um, writers like Emily Dickinson. Um, totally didn't pick my Emily? name because of it. I did. <laughs> I, um, and you know Robert Frost um, and a lot of these kind of uh, you know 19th century American poets um, are pretty big for me. Interesting 19th century. Um, did I mean did I mean nineteenth century twentieth century? You said nineteenth, but I'm I'm not. Sure. It's interesting. What I was going to say was my last guest in the poetry world was Dennis Mathis, whose all of his 
poems are reflective of the romantic style of both music and uh, writing. So it's a. I wonder if romanticism is uh, an aspect that permeates poetry. You're asking the wrong person, honestly. Um, I wish I knew more about the theory of poetry, and I, I would like to learn more. Um, but I definitely feel like an amateur at this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I think in even one of, in one of my poems, I even mentioned the fact that I'm not a very skilled poet. So in one of the not the ones one that you read today. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. I'll listen closer to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you write regularly? Um, pretty regularly, yeah. Um, I try to do a couple of journal entries uh, per week, and of those, I'd say you know one or two of them, I will I will write a short poem attached to it. Um, possibly a longer poem if it kind of grabs me and I want to want to run with it more. Um, but yeah, several times a week, I would say. Uh, and of course, with that, with that kind of rate of production, um, not everything's good. Well, that was my, my next question. Do you go back and, I don't say correct, but edit what you've already written? Or does it all come out as... Uh, <laughs> as a finished piece for the purposes of the poems that I've shared today um, they are lightly edited but other than that it's pretty much a one-and-done thing for me I I will write um, a poem over the course of 20 minutes 30 minutes maybe even an hour if I'm really invested in it uh, and then put the journal down and not touch it again for a while until I read it again and I'm like, oh yeah, I wrote this. Well, speaking of this journal that you you have, do you have a copy of it? Have you copied it as well as just written it? Because heaven forbid, what if there's a fire, you know? Well, I have transcribed most of the of the actual poetry um, into digital forms. Okay. Um, the journal itself, no, it's mm. that's, that's on paper and I don't really want to... So it's saved in the cloud somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> With winter's birth, the yearly end, comes bracing wind and creeping frost. I take a moment here to tend to that I've gained and that I've lost. As all prepare for lingering cold, we draw in close to other fires, our lips with stories yet untold and hearts with new and fond desires. I think the only thing more grand than treading down an untrod path is finding that your winding course intersects another's. And Emily, finally, a couple more questions for you to put into the program. Um, would you encourage other people, uh, not just people you know, but people in general, to write poetry? Absolutely, if if it strikes them. Um, I don't think... I don't know if poetry is necessarily the best way for everyone to express themselves, but it's a lot easier than you think. Um <laughs> It's, uh, for me, it just kind of took uh, reading and listening to a little poetry, 
getting the idea of, you know, rhythm and flow kind of in my head, and then just kind of just writing whatever came to mind. Mm. Um, Almost an unconscious event, do you think? There or? is an unconscious element to it, I think, um, yeah. which is surprising. But sometimes when I'm in the middle of, of writing a poem and I'm, you know, I get stuck, sometimes a sentence will just kind of come to me, fully formed, it seems, that like, oh, that fits there perfectly. And that actually continues this, uh, this poem in a nice way. Or this has taken this poem in a direction I didn't, I didn't uh, initially plan. Mm. And that's cool, too. Yeah, um, yeah just follow it. See where it leads. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's, it's an act of creation, and all acts of creation are, are interesting like that. Well, my final question to you is, is this something you think they're going to continue with? Um, indefinitely isn't a good word, but, um, I mean, do you have any, do you see any future in stopping writing? I think indefinitely actually is a good word. Um, I don't see a future in not writing. Um, it's just kind of it's kind of something that I've always wanted to do, not necessarily professionally because being a professional writer is uh, horrible from what I've heard. <laughs> um, but I definitely think that being able to express myself poetically is is good for me, and I enjoy it. and i I don't know, it is just special to me. Um, I, so I would like to continue doing it. Well, that brings up another question then. The next last question: uh -huh. <laughs> um, Have you ever considered publishing or having your your work published, or is it something you think you would like to have in the future? It's certainly a possibility. I would not be looking at it from a I want to make money perspective, or I want to you know do this professionally because I don't generally want to do anything that I really enjoy professionally. It seems like a great way to ruin it. Um, but if, if I were to be able to share poems and have them affect people, touch them, um, generally just be helpful, then I would like to do that. Uh, not necessarily out of an ego thing, mostly just I, I would like if other people would appreciate them. Well, it's been an exciting thing for me to, number one, hear you read your own poetry and to uh, get a chance to and understand your life a little bit better and how it relates to music and music having been I am a, or was a professional <laughs> musician <laughs> so I I re-enjoyed that part of life to be honest with you I mean it was uh, something I really wanted to do and uh, any final words for anybody out there it's hmm. a great question a better world is possible? I don't know. That sounds cliche. <laughs> we can leave it at that. It's a great cliche. Perhaps the single most tragic sin committed by mortal souls is failing to show upon their skin that which their heart extols. Cratered iron, speeding, burning, hurtling through coronas, turning, Dreaming of a solar spurning, barren mercury. Wrapped in crushing insulation, cursed with acidification, venereal mortification, Venus smothering. Flowing water never ending, UV shield magnetic bending, surface dwelling life befriending, fecund mother earth. Old glory in oxidation, where once was precipitation, now holds only desolation, Mars in deep decay. Swirling clouds on winds a-pounding, radiation storms resounding, swarm of stony moons surrounding eldritch Jupiter. Shredding in to fine gradation, bodies taking a vacation, too close to the Titan's nation, Saturn ringed in gore. Mystery axial tilting, shade of seafoam petals wilting, tattered patch in heaven's quilting, sickly Uranus. Sentinel of soul's formation, regal hue of blue carnation, throne of ocean's coronation, Neptune distant king. All these supplicants comprising cult of stellar veneration, out of all of this arising, Simeon's self-contemplation.
I was born into a fog. It did not blind me, for I could always see the horizon where the world faded to gray obscurity. It did not choke me, for no breath of mine caused me to labor more than any other that I drew. It did not dampen me, for I knew what it was to be dripping wet upon clambering out of the water. Yet the fog was inescapable, and then I escaped it. I saw the sky, and its hue made me weep. I took great sobbing gasps, and my head became clearer than it ever was before. I wiped away tears to find my face no longer cold and clammy. The fog was behind me then, and I am never going back. I want to thank Emily Pope for coming in and sharing her poetry with us today. I hope you've enjoyed this and um, her choices of music. And we're going to uh, finish this portion of the program with Debussy's, Claude Debussy's Girl, the Girl with the Flaxen Hair. We just heard Claude Debussy's The Girl with the Flaxen Hair. Up next is Mahler's Adagietto from his Symphony No. 5 uh, with Carion and the Berlin Philharmonic.
That, of course, was Mahler's Adagietto from Symphony Number no. 5 with Herbert von Karajan conducting the Berlin Philharmonic. We'll finish the, with a little excerpt from Dancing with the Wolves as we bring the program to a close today. Thanks for joining me today, folks. We had a great interview and time shared the the program with Emily Pope and her poetry. And you've been listening to KSJE here in Farmington, New Mexico, cultural beacon for the Four Corners. Thanks for joining me.
Did you enjoy that podcast? We hope that you did. And if you did, share it with your friends. And if you really want to keep podcasts like this coming, please support KSJE. You can do it easily online at ksje.com.